Thank you for listening to Yes Under the Podcast on the Real Fun DC app. And as always, you can email us at yesunderthepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter at Yes Under the Pod, and on IG, Yes Under the Podcast. Well, guys, uh, it's Sunday Fun Day, NFL Sunday. How's it going? Uh, for not, not good for me for my NFL team, but I'm glad Washington won, I guess. Are you glad Washington won? You yeah, I, ain't no, I ain't no salt. I ain't no salty. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. Y'all be, y'all be the ops, man. We got Sam um, joining us today. You know, Sam, he usually fills in for me when I'm MIA or watching uh, Atlanta playoff game or whatever. Uh, Sam, <laughs> welcome back. Appreciate y'all for bringing back me always, always. My third time back. Where can they follow you at? Oh, G6 underscore GOAT. That's where you can follow me at. IG, Twitter. That's what I'm on. Very entertaining follow on all <laughs> social media platforms. You don't, you, don't, you don't tweet that much no more, but on Instagram, you're a really good follow. Appreciate it. Yeah, I need to start. I need to start bouncing out. This Instagram just be taking up like it's like, eight, <laughs> like an 80 20 split. <laughs> if you want somebody to fill your Instagram stories, G6 Go will do that for you. Yeah, I'm trying to make my goal is to make somebody laugh every day. <laughs> uh, no, it's funny because I don't do too much IG anymore. Um, I post these days but i'm tweeting all the time so uh there is we're gonna follow you at you can follow my non-tweeting ass at the underscore game uh the underscore game 836 on twitter on instagram on youtube and on twitch twitch is popping right now so come join us when we uh when we're streaming over on twitch you know i get so many i get so many alerts um like you know on my phone about this person is going live i see you always going live uh, I haven't been on Twitch in almost six months. And the funny thing is, like, I have games to play, but I don't really live stream them. And I haven't really played anything like that, that you know, consistent, consistently. So I've been kind of, like, out the loop with Twitch. But see, it seems like everybody that I know is, like, flourishing and, like, becoming, like, you know, associates or is – that, is, that, is that the word? Uh, uh affiliates 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 yeah, the word you're looking for like damn maybe i should become a maybe i should like step my uh twitch game up and so i can become an affiliate yeah or, uh, or or my only fans page one of the two i need to become i need to step it up one way or the other so at, at dirty rice on on only fans <laughs> <laughs> uh you can follow my personal page at that Brother Los on IG and Twitter. And so, are y'all ready for the um, Thanksgiving? Yeah, I mean, I'm not traveling this year, so we get to kind of just kick back and, you know, it's all, it's going to be the immediate family. It's not going to be a huge gathering. So it'll be chill this year. I just get the, I just get the day of Thanksgiving off and working the day after. Uh, So I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm looking forward to the, to the good eats, the good food, but, Beyond that, it's not like a, it's not like a, a a a vacation is coming out of it or anything like that. It's just it's just a day off at this point, pretty much. Day off to eat good and hang out with the immediate fan. Sam, how about yourself? Thanksgiving, I um I usually go to like the Turkey Bowl, like championship in DC. Ooh. Like um in the morning time, I wanted to be coaching in it this year, but for, unfortunately, my team lost this uh playoff so i'll just be spectating and it probably goes probably two houses and that's probably about it 
talk uh talk a little bit more about that turkey bowl like what's the what's the experience like what's uh what's the vibe like uh what, what schools Man. are typically participating in it i know it's a dc public school thing right yeah correct normally it's uh my high school i went to uh hd Wilson. they're in it and this year they playing they are playing they are in it again versus uh, roosevelt high school and um <laughs> Uh, I was hoping to be able to coach in there because I coach at Wilson High School. So I was hoping to get in there this year, but we lost to Roosevelt. And the atmosphere, though, is like the whole D.C. be there. The whole D.C. of Eastern High School. That's a tradition. Eastern High School um, by uh, by RFK and Stadium Armory. Everybody, mm-hmm. the whole D.C. be there. That's dope. I always, hear, I always hear a lot about it. Never been to one before, though. But, yeah, you definitely got to go. Hopefully, I'm coaching in one year ago. You know, get you on the field with the pass, sideline pass, all that stuff. Both of y'all, you know, if y'all want to pull up. <laughs> I'm telling you, about, I would not turn that down. I would, I would definitely pull up. Hell, I would pull up this weekend, this um, this week. Hey, quick question. Uh, is it like two-hand touch? Is it tackle? Like, what's the deal? Oh, it's full-on tackle. Like, it's the, the high school, cha- uh, D.C. Um, IAA high school championship, full-on varsity football tackle. Okay, all right. Because yeah. when I think of turkey ball, I think of like you know backyard. You and the boys go out there, throw the throw the rock around, try not yeah. to tear, try, try not to tear, tear ACL before Thanksgiving dinner, which happened one year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm like, man, you really went all out for that that tackle. Now you're going yeah. to the ER. <laughs> yep, and then and possibly got miss work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah i i don't miss those days of doing like a turkey bowl we did i think i mentioned this story a while back but like yeah we used to go to like different like schools and it's like it'd be so early in the morning and it's be freezing out and the, the football is like all hard and like you know by maybe say 10 30 maybe 11 is a little bit warmer and like you know you can like play uh but yeah, I got tired of doing that, man. Because some people took it way too seriously. If like, if you think I'm softball guy, when it comes to like, uh, uh, rec co-ed rec softball, there's a lot of guys who think they're playing in like the two-minute drill of the Super Bowl. And it's like, sir, I just try to. I'm just trying to get the good workout, and so like, I can like eat up all the food when I get to the house. You know, so yeah, those days are over. I don't like, I don't even watch like football on, on Thanksgiving anymore. It's just Damn. I'm just there. I'm just there for, you know, um oh no, there's no there's no very well like I don't watch like American football like that anymore. It's just like it's not because of the Falcons, but it just I don't know, it's kind of like lost interest from like, you know, for various <clears throat> various reasons. But you know, so but I'm with, I mean I'm excited to like eat. And it's it's still kind of a COVID Thanksgiving, but not really. Uh, so, you know, people are more open. Uh, people can go travel a bit more freely. So, you know, I look forward to it. Hey, Sam, quick question. Are you a sweet potato guy, sweet potato pie guy, or a pumpkin pie guy? Uh, um, if I had to, I would do sweet potato. If I had to pick between those two. Yeah, I'd go sweet potato, I think. Yeah, sweet potato. What's your favorite? Thanksgiving dish. Honestly, I, I like, oh, dish or like dessert? Dish. 
Ooh, mac and cheese, like ooh, fire mac and cheese. That's just the play. I don't care how everything else is. Mac and cheese right there. Some fire mac and cheese will do it. Yeah, that will that will do it. You know, I yeah, that will put me to sleep within, you know, the first hour of eating. <laughs> <laughs> and I do mean the first hour of eating. So uh, I will be trying to pace myself. Uh, apparently I lost like I like, I went um, my office opened up for the first time in like, you know, almost two years, you know, since um, the whole COVID thing happened. So like, I was so used to like, you know, eating like all this food that would be delivered to our office and stuff like that. And so I used to gain a lot of, I gained a lot of weight. You know, I think I was like one, probably close to like 185 max um, just before the pandemic. It was starting to go down because like, you know, um, you know, doing like softball and all that stuff, but since the pandemic, I've been like at home and like, you know, biking and like not really eating a whole bunch of like fast food. So I lost a lot of weight. And so wow. when I got to the office, uh, people were like, damn, Carlos, like you're, you really lost weight. <laughs> and I was like, they were like, what's the secret? Well, they uh, haven't been here, you know, doing, eating all this great food. Cause like when the first, um, our, our lunch break, we had like um, a delivery from Founding Farmers. I'm not sure yeah. if you ever heard of that. Yeah, you've heard of that. It's down in uh, it's down in DC near Capital One Arena. Yeah, and so uh, we uh, we got to have that food, and then like we had like additional like uh, for dinner. <laughs> Went out to eat also, so like I gained I had all this food, man. It just oh, you gained so much weight. In the sitting at your laptop and all that stuff. So like when they saw me, they, they saw how like thin I was. It's like damn. But I plan on gaining all that weight back come this weekend. Yeah, working working in the city is really work in general can have a bad influence on <laughs> on your eating habits because when you when you're at work, you if you don't bring something with you, your only other option is to order food out or, or, you know, if you work in a place where you're lucky enough that, you know, you're getting hooked up with free food all the time or food's getting dropped off at your, at your place of work or the, you know, the whole office is thrown in on lunch together. It's uh, work can be a horrible influence on you when it comes to, to, to eating habits. I know all about it. By the way, Darius, I, I heard you on the radio. You and Ryan on the radio the other day with a segment uh, that I recorded. Um, I need to post the, the letter to uh, what was the letter to? It was the one Washington football team uh, players. But I was I just happened to be on the radio. I was like, wait, my my boy Darius and Ryan to yap, uh, uh, my yap family on the radio like that. Tell tell us a little bit about that, Darius, for those who. Uh, are not familiar with what took place the other day because that was pretty dope. <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a love letter. It was like a it was like a thank you note. We kind of ripped off the um, I don't know if anybody's watched the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, but every Friday on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, he does a segment where he writes thank you notes and uh, they play like this kind of like I don't know lullaby music in the background or whatever it's supposed to be funny and then he writes thank you notes out to different different things or different people uh that were in the news throughout the week so 
our thank you note segment was to wide receiver Terry McLaurin from the Washington football team. Of course, we work on a uh, DC sports radio station. So uh, we were thanking wide receiver Terry McLaurin because he's been so good. He's basically been like the main bright spot of the Washington football team's offense. Uh, so <laughs> we had uh, each of us wrote our own thank you note <laughs> to, to Terry McLaurin. And then um we, we had callers call in, uh, listeners call in and, and, and give their thank you notes. So it was, it was a pretty funny segment. Um, a lot of people uh, made light of it, of course. We, we all tried to have fun with it. and Everybody did like funny, silly voices. Uh, I think we all, we all ended our notes by saying we were uh, some sort of high-ranking official in the military. It was, it was just a funny bit. It was a good segment, definitely. Uh, uh, if you want to listen to it hit me up i can send you a link on how you can listen to that because it was pretty funny because i know you um i know you don't normally get too much airtime as mm. a producer uh, mm-hmm. so like when i was listening i always hear i always hear ryan shout out to ryan we need to get him back on the show you know, every time i think about ryan i think about the time game five of the world series and like ryan was so devastated that the, like he was on the verge <laughs> I'm not trying to embarrass my man, but he was like on the verge of tears, like Ryan, it's gonna be all right, buddy. It's gonna be all right. And uh, but I hear him all the time on the um, on the radio. So, you know, it's like to be honest, like everybody who's been on this podcast who's affiliated with us, like with the radio station, like I don't uh, it's on air or you know, just doing like amazing things, you know, from um, you know, our girl Coco Louie, I heard her say on like, you know, on our hip hop station mm-hmm. uh, this morning. And you know, of course, you no know, Elsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanchez and uh, you know our girl Britt, and so like you know you Ryan, hey, they doing you know making big moves. I'm super proud, super proud of our Yap family. Absolutely, everybody's getting opportunities, and it's it's uh, it's a great thing to see. Well, man, like, there's no easy way to get into this segment, but you know just you know just that kind of grab it, grab the bull by the horns. But um, yet again, there's been another killing of a young rapper, uh, Young Dolph, the Memphis rapper, was gunned down earlier last week in front of a, uh, a cookie, a small uh, cookie store, bakery, I should say, uh, 36 years old. It seemed like this one, just like many other deaths, have really surprised a lot of people and have a lot of people upset. Um, I know I was very much upset uh, hearing the news. I know who he is. I didn't really follow his music like that, but like, given like, like reading the circumstances, like how everything happened, and then what he's been, what he was doing in Memphis, and what he was supposed to be doing this weekend, handing out turkeys in his community, is just you know very uh, disheartening. Um, Sam, you you you're a little bit more familiar with Young Dolph than I am. You know, tell everybody you know who. Are not familiar with Young Dolph, uh, who he is or who he was. Yeah, so Young Dolph, I know uh, I've been listening to him probably since. Well, not I'm not a heavy listener, but since like 2014 ish, around that time, I first heard him, and he made this song. Uh, he, you know, saying like the joint, uh, preach. I've been hearing that joint, so he was uh, he. That's when I really heard him. I was like, okay, all right, all right. Um, and he was not one of the Memphis rappers, you know, Memphis rappers know how they own gritty style, you know, so I, I took interest in him when I heard it, when I first heard that song. Um, I just, I respect, he's more of a, 
for me, he's more of an influence because I mess with it, everything. It's why he do business wise. He always he stayed independent, like LA signed to a distribution deal, but never, but never signed like a, to a label. He stayed independent, signed his own artist through a paper route. And I respect everything he did as a businessman, you know, more so than his music. I like how he carried himself, how he always, you know, if you look look him up, he was always giving out, you know, things to the youth, always looking out for Memphis. And that's what ultimately caused his, you know, his death, you know, being back home. And yeah, he had, you know, beef and everything back home. So uh, yeah, that's what ended up being causing his demise. But I respected his grind and everything. I know um, a few people was telling me like that uh, his circle was like, don't go back to Memphis, you know? And it's similar to like, I guess, Nipsey Hussle, where a lot of people said Nipsey should like get out of, um, you know, the Englewood area. And and like these guys, they're like, no, this is, this is the communities they grew up in. They want to go back and do some good in these communities. And unfortunately, uh, like a lot, a lot of times, it's like ego is in the way, and people do horrific acts because of je- because of jealousy. And to me, I see this as being no different. Uh, it's really unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to like be looking behind your back in your hometown. You know, so um, yeah, it, it just it just very disheartening and to see like he's a family dude and like you know he's you know he has two kids and his, his girl mm-hmm. i'm not sure if they were married but like it just his kids are so young and you know, the thing the thing i think about is like all right he has his, i guess you could say he has his persona but like at the end of the day he like you know he's a family he was a family man you know mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, yeah, rap, rapping, making, doing music. That I mean, that's his job, that's his career. But like at the end of the day, when he go, went home, he was like a dad. You can see all over social media, like him with his daughter and his, his young son. Mm. You know? And so it just, it's just really disheartening, and it's frustrating that this keeps happening. You know, um, and like I'm, it's just what? like there's a lot, of, there's a lot of similarity between uh, Young Dolphin, like Nipsey. And it just, it just, it's unfortunate, man. It's really unfortunate. And now that uh, it's weird because a lot of these rappers have like, you know, uh, they, they go on like YouTube from, I guess, that GQ um, page. And they, I guess GQ always do like these questionnaires or like these fun little, uh, I don't know, trivia games. And like, obviously, the minute he died, like, I think that popped up instantly. And I think it was like recorded back in like, May of 2021. Um, it's, it, same thing happened with Nipsey. Like when he died, like GQ, it just so happened that GQ had did like a little thing with him and you know, Lauren London. And like obviously, I guess because his name kept popping up, that's immediately what would pop up um, on YouTube. Um, and like I think he was, I think the video was like him like five th- like five um, necessities for him to live. And they show his socks. I mean, he has socks and these slippers, and like you know, um, he's a big fan of like grapefruit. He said everybody should have grapefruit in like you know their refrigerator. Like just a very interesting guy, very different type of dude. Yeah. Um, I know he. I think all his cars are like camouflaged, and so I know. Um, I was talking to a few dudes who like are familiar with like his music and like you know his stuff. But, like 
not to speculate, but some people feel like, all right, it was a setup. Someone, like, you know, dropped down where he was at. And, you know, some people rolled up on it. The point being, it doesn't seem like it was a random act of violence. Because mm-hmm. I've, seen, like, I've seen his video, like, all his cars are camouflaged. And so, is you know, it's very easy to point out, you know, his car, you know. And so, I, I, I heard he, you know, he popped, you know, he was firing back at these guys. I'm not, I'm not sure how accurate that was, but, you know, like I said, it's, it's just unfortunate. But you know what also irritates me? It's, like, people, like, recording after someone's been killed. Like, there was a lot of those videos floating around social media um, the other day where, like, you see his... You see his arm hanging outside the window. It's just, it just, it was just like it's too much. Like, yeah, stop. Yeah. It just stop. You're like, no one needs to see that. Darius, do you have any? Uh, what I know, you say you're not too familiar with um, the artist, Young uh, uh, Dolph, but like, what did you? What was your overall like? You know, when you heard the news and stuff like that, how do, how do you feel about it? Uh, it's just, I think I kind of have like more of a general population sense where it's just like why does this keep happening in the in the hip-hop rap community it just it just feels like it just keeps happening way too often in this specific in this specific community and i remember i I came across some chart i don't know how accurate it was some chart on twitter where um it was it was talking about deaths by musicians um deaths by musicians by genre since the 2000s and it had like the different kinds of deaths like drug overdose and uh uh, uh cancer uh, and, and homicide and and obviously the percentage for homicide in the rap hip-hop community was just astronomically high and it's just it, it, it's sad it's it's frustrating it's disheartening there's so many like words that you can use like that to describe to describe it and it just it just it just will never make sense to me at least i'm sure it'll never make sense to a lot of people uh and i just don't know how it comes to an end i don't know what's i don't know what's the end all be all that stops jealousy and 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 hate especially for people that are trying to give back to their hometowns and their home cities it just where where does it end and how does it end? I, I I wish I had the answer. I wish somebody had the answer, but I don't think anybody ever will have the answers. I don't know where it ends and where it stops and how. It's it's really sad. It really is. But um, obviously, yeah, prayers go out to to his kids and and uh, and and those that he left behind after his tragedy. I know I did see a uh, a post from Jamel Hill, uh, who I'm a, I'm still a fan of her work. Not as much as I used to be. Uh, Jamel Hill, who used to be with ESPN, um, she did post something about the whole situation. And she was like, uh, this would naturally spark controversy about black on black crime, particularly from people who have A, never lived in a black community or perpetuate, uh, patronize a, um, a black community, or only use it to only mention black on black crime to like, Further their narrative, uh, which will definitely be the case. But apparently, uh, in July of 2021, uh, Tennessee permanent carry law went into effect, which means anyone over the age of 21 can 
open carry or conceal a handgun without a permit. Now, I'm not sure how uh, accurate that is, but I will assume that, you know, she is a reporter. She wouldn't just put out random stuff out there. But she did say, um, she continued to say that Memphis ranked ninth as the least educated city in America um, and the media income for black uh, African-Americans in Memphis is 30,000, 30,000. So that's not much, that's a lot of, you know, uh, lower income families. Um, and it all, I always say like, I always say this, like it all adds up, you know, he said when it will end, it's like, well, if someone is envious of someone who, you know, you know the old saying crabs in the barrel, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, mm. I don't, I'm not gonna praise you because you're doing good. I'm gonna be jealous and envious of you and I'm gonna take what you got because I don't got it. And yep. instead of going, instead of being like, all right, let me find, figure out how he did it so I can get to that position. No, I'm gonna take what he has, even if that means taking his life. Right, yeah. And that's, right. and that's basically, you know, in a lot of communities across this country, that's like the biggest issue. So when someone's mentioned, well, what about, well, what about Chicago and what about Black on Black crime? Well, yeah, believe me, we're always focused on the community and figuring out how we can solve this problem. It's not an easy thing to solve. If all, like, you know, who's handing out these handguns? Who's getting, how, how are people getting these guns without permits? Um, there's so many layers to this. It's not an easy answer. So it is kind of a cheap, uh, kind of a crutch when like, you know, when someone brings up uh, you know, black and black crime in the community, as opposed to you know uh, something um, racially motivated, right? So I don't know. It just it's frustrating. It's tiresome, and um, you know, hell, things go on and things have been going on in the city all summer, and it's like you know we're in the fall, you know, and, you know in DC, and like you know there's been a lot of gun violence. Like you know, in the city, so it's like it's all over, and like, there's no easy answer for it. No, there's no answer for it. It's just, it's just like you know, like both of y'all said, it just sucks because like some people really, you know, worked hard and put their families' positions to be great, and the grind they put in for years, and this will be, it can just all change in a matter of seconds, seconds right. and minutes, taken away from you, and people you just never know who envious and. And like you said, it sounded like it was a setup, which it was, you know, he, he, he's been living this long, you know, he knows who his enemies are, but you know, people, mostly people get caught when they let their guard down for people you trust and be the same people that you trusted that set you up. So. Right. Right. Um, like you can't even go home. Like this is a bad feeling. You came in, you know, go home and do the things that you normally go get cookies, you know, some, for example, you can't go home and do that. Because you know you gotta look over your shoulder, and he would have never thought that you know he would go. Uh, some he probably do just routinely, and it'd be his last time going in there. Yeah, that's the part that really blows like blows my mind. He went there to buy some cookies, and you know, and su support a small business. Like he was supporting a small business, you know. And I think he was just tweeting about, uh, or I think he mentioned on IG about the, the bakery, you know, and like 
it, it just, you know, it's just really upsetting. You know, he got gunned down over some cookies. Get, get him some cookies, you know. And I don't think these guys even, like, I don't think it's due to, like, money or anything. I mean, it's shadows, you know, so. so crazy. <sighs> you know, just crazy, you know. But, uh, you know, RIP to Young Dolph. Hey, Darius, I know you've been watching the final season of Insecure. I have. We, I mean, yeah, I remember my first my first episode on Yes Another Podcast was us talking about Insecure. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm I'm all in on watching the, this final season of the show. It's actually kind of sad. This is the final season of the show, but uh, mm-hmm. I guess Issa Rae has a good idea of when good things need to come to an end, rather than rather than milking it like a lot of, a lot of these other TV shows and series are doing. But uh, but yeah, it's been. It's been a very interesting season. It's been very funny too, by the way. But it's had some serious, uh, some serious ups and downs already throughout this early portion of the season. Now I haven't seen the most recent episode. There's mm-hmm. a new episode tonight that's going to be recorded recorded on Sunday. But I didn't see last week's episode. Uh, we're no, not going to spoil the fourth episode. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it for anybody who haven't um, uh, has been following, but. Yeah, there's been some really good episodes, and I've been really sad about it too. Kind of like, dang, this this has been like this show. I really um, touched a lot of people. It's very relatable to a lot of a lot of people, uh, especially in the African American community, where it's like, all right, the show's not about music. It's not about you know drugs. It's just regular people, you know, trying to figure things out in their late twenties, early thirties. You know, uh, that just happened to be. Black. And just so, happened to live in LA, which yeah. must be nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> hashtag Hollywood Lows. <laughs> That's turned that, that might be turned to real thing. Hey, no. So, hey, what do you remember? I told you uh, I had a picture that I was going to wait to post a while back. A couple of episodes ago, I mentioned, like, you know, I was talking about my, my latest California trip, but like, there was mm-hmm. a picture I needed, like, I was going to wait to post. But I, Ultimately posted the um, the apartment of Insecure. You haven't seen, you haven't seen oh, that. Oh, the the dooms. Yeah, yeah, I've seen because, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen so that. I saw, yeah, I was like, I think I told, I was, I was telling some people, like, yeah, man, that people were just taking pictures left and right over there, you know. So, no, um, it was that was a good, good, good photo op that you got right in front of it. You got that right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, th- this episode, this season has been like really good. It's been like, dang. So when, when the season ends, like, what can I watch after that? I'm not sure. Like, I know Atlanta's coming back, but like, Atlanta's been gone for like three years. Like, I feel like they lost a lot of momentum because everybody got like became like stars, which is good, but they lost a lot of momentum. So uh, we'll see about that. But there was one episode. Like, by the way, Sam, do you watch Insecure? Yeah, I definitely watch it. Um, I I gotta watch. The nice episode. I know it probably came out at midnight, but I gotta I gotta watch it and I watched the uh, last episode. I, I'm caught up. I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of Insecure. Uh, I've been watching it for the last couple of years. Cause it's just, that this is one of the shows I can say honestly, out of all the shows I watch, this one just touches home, like hits home for me. Cause it's like it's like what we going through in an everyday basis, you know, from every from every, from yeah, just from our career standpoint, trying to figure out what we're gonna do from family and just kind of pretty much fine you know as she tried to find herself like just pretty much 
what we go through in our community and our stuff personally. So I definitely a big fan of what she's doing. There was one episode, I'm mean, not gonna spoil anything, but the episode where Lawrence is um, trying to be a co-parent. Yes. Um, and like, I don't have any children. I'm not married, uh, but it seemed like that episode was just so raw. It was so real. It was like, that's what it's like. It's like, that's what it's like to be with the girl, woman of your dreams. Things don't work out. You, you go, you hook up with your, I guess, your rebound. And uh-oh, your rebound gets like knocked up, but you back with your, the love of your, the love of your life. Yep. Uh, which personally, that's part of a, that's part of like top five worst nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Get it all figured out. This thing. Yeah, everything's working well. Oh my god, no, no, no. Why? I'm in. But by the way, Kadola uh, is very, very attractive. Very attractive. Oh, that's not uh, even a question. I mean, she is fine as I don't know what. But in this circumstance, you know, Lawrence, you know. Which is, I don't know. I'm putting this way. I think Condola was more of um, Lawrence was more of Condola's rebound than Lawrence was more of, than vice versa. Because I think Condola was kind of like, uh, she just was recently divorced. If I, so like, she was just trying to you know, have fun or whatever. And then like, oh, you know. But like that, like that episode, was just so kind of tough to watch. It was like not really a fun yeah. episode. You see, like you see, like all right, these two people who were dating for a little bit, they have a kid, and not only did they not get along, it's like almost toxic. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like it was like a different side of um, and both like both both parents were like all wrong. Like at one at one point I was like, oh man, Codola's tripping. But like later on in that episode, like, well, no, well, Lawrence, you also kind of like, you know, you also kind of doing some, you know, F-boy-ish stuff. And it's it just like, you know, like, dang, man. It's like, I hate to be in that type of situation. It was almost like a, a warning for those of us who don't have kids just yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the 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 one that the one that hurt the most or the, the the part throughout that entire episode that hurt the most was uh when Lawrence was coming to get the baby for the baby to come spend a day at his house and yeah. she ultimately said you can't take the baby with you yeah I, just, that moment right there was like oh my god that like that happens that moment right there happens in real life to people all the time and that hurts I know it, it has to hurt so much. It was just that, that was like you said, it was a, a, a such a realistic episode. It it made it hard to watch, but that's what's great about the show. the The show just does a good job of uh, uh, grabbing those emotional strings because they're such realistic, real life situations. And that, that one was definitely a, a, a pinnacle uh, emotional <laughs> portion of the episode. Yeah, and for me, 
the, the part that got me was when they did the split screen and how to show like their everyday lives or what he's doing compared to what she's doing. I'm like, dang, that made you feel for her so bad. Like, like even though you even though that seemed like, dang, what was what, ta- what was she doing? But when you split it down the middle and just seeing his everyday life versus her everyday life, you can't. I know everybody that watched probably felt for her in some side of way. Like, dang. Oh yeah, really, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she because she was definitely again like like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. You're like, dang, Cadola's tripping. But then when they do that split screen, and you see, you see how. Um, Different their lives are because she has that kid, and she's you know Lawrence because at this point Lawrence leaves California, uh, leaves LA, and moves to like, San Francisco. And so mm-hmm. once they um, once he came down to visit and he left, and he was living his single life again. While Cadola yeah. was like you know stuck with the baby, you know yeah. you know by like clean like you know feed the baby and like you know waking up early to like you know change baby's diapers and all that. It was like oh wow, like Lawrence really really is like not thinking this through like he's playing the victim now like dang you don't want to be the, you don't want you don't want to ever play the victim in that situation especially as a man it's like damn so yeah that 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 scene really kind of flipped the whole um the whole episode at least for me um yeah so you know I, yeah. like i said i just i don't want to be put in that position uh where you know, you have you have a you know you have the co-parent, and it just you know I mean no, don't get it don't get it don't get it twisted. There are a lot of good positive uh, co-parents out there, but that's one of like the most realistic things I've seen on yeah. television. You know, I don't think I haven't seen anything like that on television, like where it's like the co-parents. You know, you just see like you know the cause and effect. And so, uh, I look forward to seeing the uh, techno this season and. You know, the soundtrack, as always, of that show is fantastic. You know, I, I always, uh, if you like listen to our show on uh, the Real Fun DC app, you'll probably recognize a few songs from Insecure that, you know, we're able to get on, like, you know, on a rotation. Yeah. And best believe we're going to have some more uh, songs in our rotation in the near future. Um, so, but yeah, I have no idea how this um, the series is going to end. Uh, I just know, I really did like the fact that they fast forward. I think it was a really good career, uh, uh, a very good way to like bring things up to date. Cause like the last two seasons, they were like stuck in like a certain time period. And like, I think by episode, I feel like by episode two, they were able to like fast forward to get things up to, up to date, which I thought was very smart um, by Ethan and the crew. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, moving forward, but yeah, I I am gonna be incredibly sad when the season, the series finale comes to it, um, pops up in a few weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, <laughs> we need that. And remember, Issa Rae, she was, you know, she's, I mean, she's from LA, but she was here in Potomac. She like, in school over here in Potomac. Even with um Yvonne Orji, she's from um. I believe she's from Laurel, Maryland. So, and, and then, I'll look at her face, Kelly. Uh, gosh, Natasha, uh, I forget, Roswell. Mm-hmm. I think that's her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the University of Maryland. So, like, there are a lot of DMV um, Dang. links here. 
They should have filmed the show here. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Like, like, yeah, look it up. Like, yeah, he says, I think she went, she went to school in Potomac, you know, same with, um, like, you know, uh, Yvonne, she was in TG County, and, and Natasha, she was, um, you know, went to UMD. So I thought that was very, the only person who's not really from the area is like, you know, Amanda Seals. Mm-hmm. But we won't say too much about that. <laughs> you know, one time I tried to get her on my college radio uh, show. No way. Tell, yeah, like I didn't know, like I was kind of like, you know, that back when like, Twitter was really new. And so, you know, I think I, I just slid into her DMs or whatever. I was like, hey, um, I'd like to get you on my show for like, my college video show or whatever. And I remember she said, she didn't say no. She did not say no. But I think she said, yeah, I think she sent me the link to her PR person. And I, I think I sent them like a little, you know, email, but they, they never responded back to me. So, um, yeah. But also, like the way she said it, in like the tweet was very much like how a lot of people view her. It wasn't like, oh sure, yeah, yeah, talk to my my people. It was like, talk to this person. Period. Like well, very <laughs> very straight to the point. Not very yeah, like, was, not yeah, very poignant. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right, maybe I, maybe it's not a good idea. So, <laughs> hey, quick question. Hey, what was the deal? I'm not sure. Maybe maybe y'all don't know this, but what was the whole you know uproar about the AKAs? I think in the first episode. I got no there clue. Was, yeah, there was something. There was something going on where people were like, you know, we need an AKA on here. Uh, but like, something happened. I'm like, I think uh, Amanda Seals' character was like an AKA, like. People were just, I don't know, you know, upset about something. I don't know. So she's not a real AKA where the color. I know that whole thing is very, very touchy. Like, you know. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be very careful, like, how you, you know, you, know, you represent like, a fraternity that is not, that you're not a member of. And so, especially, especially in the Divine Nine. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got no clue. And I, don't even think I want to comment on that. Just nah. Where can they follow you at? I can be followed at the underscore game 836 on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on YouTube. Sam. Yes, sir. Twitter, IG, um, G6 underscore goat. And you can know uh, you can check out my website, my G6 website, um, which is game six. Elite with the number six elite.com. You can follow, uh, you can look at that. And yeah, tw- I'm on Twitch too. You know, I'm trying to be like, uh, you know, the game over here, you know, trying to be like him. What game do you be playing? Um, right now, it's mostly Madden and then probably second, uh, 2K. And then I dibble and dabble and everything else. When Among Us come out on console in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna be on Among Us streaming that. <laughs> Can't wait to do that. That's what I've been waiting for all year. For the for the record, he said he's trying to be like me, but he got affiliate first. So, oh wow, excuse me, Jeez, I'm the one who's not affiliated. You know, I got it. Well, I mean, it would be a shame if I came over there and beat both of y'all on in Madden, and I haven't played Madden in like years. It'd be a shame if that happened. Well, that won't yeah. happen, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you can probably do me, but you know, you ain't beating him over there. You can probably. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like, we might have to get, we might get some, you know, um, during you know, uh, 
I'm about to say, what a break as if we're in college. <laughs> we're not in college. Um, you can follow my personal page at that brother Lose on IG and Twitter. If you also, if you want to be on the show, you can email us at yes, another podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media on Twitter at yes, another pod and on IG. Yes, another podcast. And make sure to download the Real Fun DC app. Um, our show is on Monday through Friday at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 6 p.m., and 8 p.m. And if you hop on Apple Podcasts, make sure to like, leave us five stars, and definitely leave us a nice review. So for me, Darius, and Sam, until next time, we out. Thank you.